This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey, everybody. <laughs> My name is Doug, and I love movies. I had a feeling that it would be off a little bit. And I have a theory. I think it's the altitude. We're coming to you once again from Comedy Works in Denver, Colorado on Mother's Day.
Oh, I've got one of the bigger prize bags. I mean, the bag itself, to begin with, is already bigger than a typical bag, but then it's also so full of stuff. I, I think, I dare to say that the person that wins tonight, walking home with this, will feel like the opposite of a winner. Because it is so cumbersome. It's Benedict Cumbersome. <laughs> Did I mention it's Sunday, May 10th, uh, 2015? Do we have any? It's Mother's Day, so I, I like to ask if there's any uh, mothers here today. <laughs> and of, of all the moms that just shouted out, was it your idea to be here? Or... <laughs> so your children didn't drag you here? <laughs> you dragged your children here? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping that there aren't families that listen to this show together. Maybe a young couple, that's okay. Maybe around an infant, but once, they're, once they start to grow up, I'd say it's probably not a child and parent affair. The lady, what is that you got on there? A nice fuchsia? Nice Mother's Day fuchsia? And... Uh, Are you, uh... So that's your kid sitting next to you? Yeah? Childish? No, you're not? It's your husband. Okay. It's just the lighting is weird. I could, you're, you have your own light on you, like you're a part of the show. And then he's in the darkness, so... He's in the shadows. Um, yeah, what does he do in the shadows? So, <laughs> so you just hus- you you have a kid though? Two. Two. And uh, but they're at home. Yeah, you're like it's mommy's day. She's gonna go get drunk in a basement. <laughs> I guess I don't need to finish that sentence. That's the worst part of it. Do you smoke weed too? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you are a great mom. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, social services will be in touch. Because some people have been fucked by that here in Denver uh, and Colorado where uh, they threaten to take your kid away if you have, like, a, you know, a, a job that's marijuana-related. Yeah, like a marijuana critic. <laughs> Can't be a marijuana critic if you have kids. But we'll talk more about that later. Um <laughs> When we get when we get to uh, pot topics, <laughs> so you're representing all the moms here today, and uh, so I'd like to ask you one question: What was the last movie that you saw? Uh, Don't look at your son, husband. <laughs> he cannot help you. The watch. The watch? 
the Vince Vaughn movie? That was a weird-ass movie. Such weird timing for that movie, because... Yeah, because it came out at a time when uh, Neighborhood Watch Guy killed a kid. So then they changed it to just The Watch. Maybe people would think it was just about a stakeout or a Seiko, yes. Did you like it? She liked it! Hey, monkey! So that movie didn't get a fair shot in the marketplace, is what I'm saying. There was a motion picture called Space Camp that, uh, <laughs> that was a big uh, 20th Century Fox summer movie, and it came out, uh, the release date was four or five weeks after the, Challenger, uh, the shuttle exploded. Yeah, so that wasn't good timing. A bunch of people in real life die in a... Uh, <laughs> in an outer space mission, and then a movie a few weeks later sends some children into space. <laughs> On accident. Lee Phoenix was the star of that film. Grew up to be uh, better known as Joaquin. Because he was like, I, gotta get, I can't be called Leaf. I need a serious name. <laughs> Makes you wonder what river would have changed his to eventually. <laughs> From now on, call me Raul Phoenix. <laughs> I'm glad enough time has gone by that we can laugh about the, uh, the sad death of River Phoenix. Um, who's coming to the Benson Movie Interruption tonight in Littleton? <laughs> Drive safely. We got plenty of time. It's about a two-hour window to, uh, you know, get over there and get high again. Because we're going to watch Junior. Was that a bad idea? (laughs) These movie interruption shows, they kind of sell out or don't based on the movie that I'm showing. And last year we did uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. And uh, the timing was better on that. Fortunately, Robin was still alive. I would never make fun of any of his movies now. That's too sad. But, um, <laughs> but that thing sold out right away because everybody loves Mrs. Doubtfire. But I think nobody likes Junior. <laughs> and just the idea of having to sit through it. Even with professional comedians making jokes, they're just kind of... I mean, people are coming, obviously. Some of you cheered when I said, who's coming? But the rest of you are going to enjoy the rest of your evening. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny People bring their mom to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger be pregnant It's the It's the dumbest movie It's like they made twins with Danny DeVito And Arnold Schwarzenegger And the only joke in that entire movie Was that they were twins And then they're like We gotta get these two back together again But why would they be what, What could the story be? I was hoping when I saw it the first time, I was hoping Danny DeVito was the baby. It's kind of a look who's talking kind of thing where the first pregnant man has a talking baby in his stomach. I can't wait to get out of here! That was the best Danny DeVito I could do. Last minute and all, you know. 
90 minutes later, and Doug still didn't bring the guest out. <laughs> Proof once again that it is possible to get too high. I'm excited to say that the album I recorded at this very club, Comedy Works, promotional tool, will be available on iTunes and at douglasmovies.com on June 9th. Yeah. Fast turnaround from, from April 20. Yeah, it was a lot of topical, you know, I was worried that by June 9th, Bill Cosby wouldn't be a rapist anymore. So you really got to get that material out fast. <laughs> I, I think rape jokes are really inappropriate and, and terrible, just like the thing that they're jokes about. But that was a pretty good one. <laughs> As rape jokes go. Douglas movies is back at UCB in Los Angeles this Tuesday, May 12th at 7 o'clock sharp. Free to get in. I'm doing stand-up at the Vinyl Music Hall on, in Pensacola, Florida this Thursday, May 14th. I'm going to be at Moe's Original Barbecue. Uh, yeah, it might be one of the first times I've played a restaurant in, uh, in Mobile, Alabama on Monday, May 18th. Yeah, I never really... that Saying that whole sentence out loud... <laughs> it's not feeling like a great idea anymore. They got, they got stoners in Alabama. It'll be fine. And Douglas Movies is going to be back at the Hyenas Comedy Club in uh, Dallas on Wednesday, May 20th. Now it's time for Tweet Relief, Tweets About Movies. DJ at DJ on the floor tweeted, I should have clarified with my wife, my wife, when she said, I got us tickers, tickers. Honey, I got us some tickers. I'm so tired of that minion over there just staring at me with his gigantic eyeball. Yeah, show everybody. Now it's time for Tweet Relief. <laughs> I should have clarified with my wife, my wife. When she said, I got us tickets to Age of Whatever. Hashtag not Avengers. This has been... Tweet Relief. Married Mix-Up Edition. All right, I've been talking forever. We got two first-timers on the panel today and uh, one of your favorites, uh, so let's get them out here right now. Please give a big warm welcome, Denver, to Ricardo Baca, Julian McCullough, and Jeff Tate. guys. Hi. I almost said, hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, all everybody. three of you. Uh, 
Ricardo Baca, you guys. One of the best... One of the best stand-ups in the country. Star of many films. Uh, no. Ricardo, for those of you who don't know, uh, but you should know if you live here, is... Uh, what, what's your title? Editor-in-chief? Uh, marijuana editor. <laughs> marijuana editor? I'm the weed editor at the Denver Post. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and you, uh, you oversee the Cannabis, which is uh, the Denver Post's just all, everything about weed section. Exactly, yeah. It's the Denver Post. They made an all-weed vertical called the Cannabis. And, yeah, we headed up with strain reviews and breaking news and features. And, yeah, it's fun. It's called a vertical? Yeah, that's, I think well, that's I've probably... I've never heard that expression before. I think it's probably media speak, so I apologize for that. <laughs> a ver- vertical means that it's on the web? A vertical yeah, means like... You, like... S- you scroll it up, right? Isn't that what you mean? <laughs> no? It's its own site. Like, it's not denverpost.com slash cannabis. It's thecannabis.co. But so. Denver Post is behind it and is willing to admit it. <laughs> Loud and proud. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point, is that uh, you guys did it. I mean, it's the, you're the first, right? It's not uh, happening anywhere else yet. Yeah, you know, I've gotten lots of calls and emails from people at other daily newspapers and, uh, and television stations from throughout the country. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm in Cincinnati, Anchorage, Portland, and I'm about to get your beat. And it's fun because it's now our beat. It really is uh, an, an assortment of individuals, but it's been fun and strange. And, and, yeah, we're the only person, we're the only media entity with a marijuana editor. Yes. And it's you. And I came at you uh, through, uh, I saw the uh, documentary uh, called Rolling Papers at South by Southwest, uh, which basically, uh, pardon the expression, chronicles the, the, um, you know, essentially the first year of of legalization here in in Colorado, and also uh, the existence of your your job and, and the cannabis. Yeah, exactly. Rolling Papers, it just, they filmed us from January 1st through December 31st, and it debuted at uh, South by Southwest, where Doug saw it, and it sold, actually, an hour after its world premiere, which is crazy, so it's going to open in theaters this fall. Nice. (laughs) We'll have you back on again around that time. But it's really interesting how, for the most part, nothing bad has, has happened over the course of the year. But uh, the one thing that I was talking about earlier is that there's a woman highlighted in the movie who gets a job as a, a marijuana critic uh, and then uh, has trouble with uh, the fact that she has a, a kid and they might they threaten to take the, the kid away. It's true, yeah. That was an interesting piece of the story, you know. Um, one of the t- first two marijuana, marijuana critics I hired was Brittany Driver, and she's incredibly talented and bright and she also is a parent uh she you know she and her husband her husband cooks at root down if you guys have ever been there you know so uh, good people and then uh she ultimately kind of tailed off doing the marijuana criticism and now she writes a parenting column but it's uh, pot and parenting because it's something you have to consider in a modern era right like how are you a responsible parent um while also using this newly legal substance in a community where the child protective services aren't quite ready to, you know, be comfortable with this new legality. They're not comfortable with chill parents. (laughs) 
That's Julian McCullough, everybody. <laughs> Another first-time guest on the program. Yes. Uh, I just want to say, it's funny that, like, it's news that you... It's, like, great that you're the first marijuana editor, but do you ever get annoyed that people treat you like... Like, it's like, look, even though he's high, look what he can do. Like, it's like... You know what I mean? It's like you're a dog that can catch a football or something. <laughs> Do you ever feel like that, or am I being an asshole? You know, no, I think that's very funny, because I You're like don't. Air Bud. He <laughs> really is. really is. That's, that's totally how everybody feels about my critics, because they do get high, they do write about it, and they are some of the most productive people I've ever met in my life. Awesome. You total, have to be a total. great writer to write about weed strains. Yeah. Like, to write reviews about weed, because my, my reviews would be like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> this one made me high. Yeah. Plus, there's probably no restriction that they only have to smoke weed, right? Like, they're probably like, the weed was great. The Coke helped me write this article. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we take we take it very seriously. Oh right, right, right. Sorry, not cool, Julian. Not cool. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Air Bud had a tremendous practice regimen that he stuck to. <laughs> we just met, and I'm the worst. Okay, sorry. And Jeff Tate is here, everybody. Yay! Afternoon, Jeff. Afternoon. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff hosts the Afternoon Everybody podcast. <laughs> yes, I do. Where they dissect every episode of My Two Dads. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Wait, that's not it. Which show is it? It's Cheers. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's how... That's, I, I use Cheers as my baseline for whenever I review pot. Where it's like... Like, it'd be like, this pot was so good, it was like I hadn't seen this episode before. <laughs> this pot was okay, it's like I'd only seen it once. <laughs> this pot was so good, I thought Diane was great. Oh! Right. Like, that's how I... <laughs> how, do you feel, how do you feel about Frasier? Uh, don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> Julian, why did you step in that one? Uh, oh, I don't uh, think I'm alone in saying Frasier is superior show to Cheers. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm, like I'm like a wrestling heel. I'm kidding. Well, then no, in that case, don't listen to Afternoon, everybody. Listen to <laughs> Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. The Frasier podcast that I'm starting next week. <laughs> I already have a But we mostly miles. just talk about tossing salad on it. <laughs> <laughs> and breakfast. My, my, pod, my Frasier podcast is called Niles from Home. We Frasier can... sucks. <laughs> uh, my problem with Frasier is there, like, there's things where like, his dad's like, let's go to that sports bar. And Frasier's like, why would I ever? And meanwhile, like, uh, 10 years, man. Every day you went to a fucking sports bar, oh, yeah. and now you're being an asshole about it. Like you yeah. can't even just say no. You got to be like, why would I ever? I don't know. I never got it, but you did. Why are you being a dick about it now? 
He's such a Diane on the show. He is exactly... <laughs> Niles is Frasier, and Frasier is Diane. And Diane sucked. <laughs> so, there you go. You can, you can think your Niles from Home podcast is great, but we have beef now. We have... Well, look, Jeff... I don't want to overstep my bounds, but I feel like it's a little rude to do your podcast on Doug's podcast right now. I feel like now is a weird time to think about overstepping your bounds. All right. Anyway, I'm kidding. Boss is the best show that uh, Frasier ever did. I don't even know his real name. I just call him Frasier. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, that's it. Is boss. Yeah. Sentence no one's ever said. <laughs> uh, he's bitching. <laughs> um, Ricardo Baca brought us some uh, lovely things for the prize bag. Some lovely things. Yeah, you brought uh, these uh, set of four pint-sized glasses that say what on them? Uh, it's Ride the Rockies. The Denver Post sponsors this great ride across Colorado every year. It's amazing. So. Here you go. So you got four of those glasses. Yeah, and don't worry, I also brought cool stuff. Yeah. What else is in there? Uh, There's some rolling papers from the film Rolling Papers. Um, There is... Very um, clever marketing tool. Yeah, there's a mug from The Cannabis. Uh, We have a show, so check it out. It's like a talk show. We're going to have Doug on next time he's in town. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Do we smoke weed before we do it? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Sure. For you, yes. All right. Then I'm in. Um, And uh, what else did you put in there? Is that it, Ricardo? Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. And what did you put in the prize bag, Julian? I put in... I was uh, walking around Denver, and I went to a bookstore, and... Have you ever gone to a bookstore and you see a book and you're like, I'm definitely going to read this book. And then you buy it and then five minutes later you're like, I'm never going to read this book. Uh, so I did that with my uh, Elizabeth Warren biography. <laughs> there it is. It's, uh, it's, called, it's called A Fighting Chance. I'll never know why it's called that. And... Um, she seems like a super nice lady, and I think she's been on The Daily Show or something. And, and I don't know what mind frame I was in when I was like, this is definitely something I'm going to read the whole thing. So anyway, I'm giving it away to somebody who might want to read it. Buying, and then, buying that book and not reading it is a real Fraser movement. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Why is it every podcast I do, I'm the Frasier. Why does that keep happening to me? I don't know. Well, maybe you should just step it up. Uh, maybe I should. So, okay, then the, uh, <laughs> the other thing I brought, this is near and dear to my heart. Um, I genuinely, when I was uh, like 13 through 17, um, played Magic the Gathering like every day of my life. And I decided to buy a corset at Barnes & Noble today. It's two dual... It's, it's a dual pack, so you can, um, if you've never played before, you can just find a super cool friend, and, um, and you, can, you get a deck, they get a deck, and then you just summon creatures, and planes walk like a motherfucker, and hopefully, 
you know what? Start your own gathering today. So uh, that's hopefully kicks off a friendship. You know, my pot critic Jake Brown plays Magic the Gathering. Next time you're in Denver, you might have to throw down with Jake. I I will. And can I tell you, this Jake Brown character sounds like he has the best life in America. <laughs> he does. <laughs> He's oh, I in... get high and write about it and play magic all day. Uh, <laughs> I think I jerked off to your life when I was 13. <laughs> I want a talented Mr. Ripley, Jake Brown. Just fucking kill him on a boat and take his life. <laughs> Is Jake here today? He's at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Of Festival course he is! In Portland, Oregon. <laughs> By the way, if you're going to murder somebody, the worst thing you can do is tell everyone on a podcast that you're going to murder that person first. I should probably keep that to myself. You could probably say it on your Niles podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a safe place for confessions. Yeah. Oh, no, that's my confession podcast, Niles, to go before I sleep. Um, There's so much stuff in this bag, you guys. We got my last CD. I'm finally going to stop giving those out soon. When the new one comes out, June 9th. Uh, a scarf from Hitman Glass. A... Um, this is that was a close one. This is um, the popcorn container I got, the plastic popcorn container uh, that I got the New York Spring Spectacular at Radio City Music Hall. Pretty, pretty nice item. It seals up pretty tight, so I think I think if you want to put a bunch of weed in there, I gotta warn you, a lot of the prizes are weed related today. Uh, also, <laughs> something I'd only only read if I was really high. Uh, Jeff brought a copy of the latest Jack Reacher novel. Yeah. Personal. Personal. It's this real. time it's personal. It is. The guy... He could say that about his book uh-huh. when they ask him. <laughs> Tell us about your new book. This time it's personal. And then that's the whole interview. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Thanks Thank for coming by, Jack Reacher guy. Do you and know, that's the same Lee slogan. Child. That's the same slogan from Jaws 4. Yeah. This time it's personal because the shark was personally mad about the guy that killed his mom. Yeah, he followed them around the world to, yeah. uh, to the Bahamas. Yeah, because it was personal. Hey, was there a scene in that movie where one of the guys was like, hold up, that shark looked familiar? <laughs> like, do you see that shark in the bushes? He's been watching you, you for a long time. You don't think that shark is following us, do you? I saw him at the airport. He, he knocked on my hotel room door, told me he was a candy gram. Yeah. I just saw something with a shark in it and somebody made a joke about, about candy grams. <laughs> Uh, we've got a Douglas Doug, Movies t-shirt in the bag. We've got... Somebody gave me uh, a bunch of weed in this really nice uh, Tupperware container. <laughs> I'm giving you a lot of things to put your weed in. 
Oh, Ricardo also brought a mug. A mug. What yeah. does the mug say? Are you on really it? giving away a Tupperware container that yeah. smells like weed? Yeah. Can I, can I, can I smell that Tupperware container? <laughs> yeah, I would like to as well. Is this part of like criticism? Like, if I smell this and I, I can like yeah. place the weed, then you I'm have a to critic? determine the weed's nose. <laughs> What? Do you spin joints around like one of them asshole wine This dudes? weed has got kind of a... This weed's got kind of an oaky nose. I think he cleaned it. Oh, this yeah, weed smells like weed. Doug's... Yeah. No, but it's also Tupperware. It does not uh, take on the smell of the thing that was inside of it. That's why it's good to have Tupperware. Yeah, that just smelled like Tupperware. Right? Because you can use it again. <laughs> All right, commercial for Tupperware. I'm trying to get some sponsors. <laughs> uh, since, since I knew I could fly with this to, to, to Colorado and uh, nobody would hassle me and I could uh, give it away here on the show and no one could get in trouble for having it, a uh, Cloud V vapor pen is going to go in the... <laughs> some posters with my face on it. Oh, it's that damn book again. <laughs> Doug, there's a lot of good ideas in that book. Well, if you're not into books and you don't want to read the books and you win the prize bag today, I'm also including a copy of Denver Magazine. <laughs> it's the winter 2015 issue. And as you know, winter is going to last here until June, apparently. <laughs> oh, and also a box of uh, tissues that I stole from the hotel. And uh, since I can also do this, uh, some weed a guy gave me last night. I like that it's in a food-to-go container. (laughs) That's really sweet. Yeah, I believe he was the cook of the restaurant I was eating in. (laughs) Um, All right. I think we're probably running late at this point. I love that. I love that. Even though it's legal here, you still get pot from cooks and restaurants. Like I live in Cincinnati, and it's not legal, but that's where I get pot. Like it just doesn't matter where you go. You go to any restaurant, ask a cook, you'll get something. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to the movies lately, Jeff? Yes, sir. I, I've seen two of the biggest hits in the world: uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul Blart, Mall Blart 2. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have seen both of those. Uh, and uh, they're great. Like, they average out to great. Which, which one was funnier? Uh, that's a real toss-up. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen I know a, which a one has man. the funnier title. Right. Yeah. right? The second one. Because Blart is a funny yeah. name. It's so funny that they, it's in the title. Yeah. But like it's they, funny that they don't just call him Maul Blart. Yeah. Wait, they don't? They don't. Oh, is no, that what you said? It's not Paul Blart, Maul Blart? No. No. <laughs> oh. Well, no, I'm really glad that this has been corrected because I don't want to embarrass myself for the, when the third one comes out. Yeah. Uh, well, have you thir- ever seen a fat man on a Segway? It is 
really funny. Yeah. It's all about weight distribution, and he has a lot of weight to distribute on that Segway, and he can't really do it. And um, he's got a mustache, and his kid is mean, and uh, uh, he's just inept. And is it, it's, is, it's, is it personal? It's a perfect... I think Robert Town wrote it. It's a perfect movie. <laughs> Robert is, Town. Speaking like, of segues, Julian, have you been to the movies lately? <laughs> I, I have uh, a two-year-old, so I have not been to the movies recently, but I did watch for the very first time, like three days ago, Magnolia. By Paul Thomas Anderson. Wait, you have a two-year-old and you have time for Magnolia? Yeah. yeah. All three hours of Tom Cruise singing in a car, crying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you know, it was after, I think, it was, I think she was sleeping. And, um... She, no, probably yeah, never... fell, she probably fell asleep at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That movie's very long. It is. It's, uh, two. She started kindergarten during the movie. <laughs> um, that's, that's what's called a dad joke. Um... What is tell you, that's a, let me tell you, that's a long movie. What is, uh, uh, what is Magnolia about? Uh, wh- You've you never know? seen it? I've never seen it, no. Holy shit, just what? watch it. Yeah. A shorter, if you don't know what it's about, you're the perfect person to watch this movie. Because the whole time you're going to be going, what the fuck? I didn't know what it was about, and, and, and I'm, I was already talking about it. Um, I'm kidding. What I... I uh, if, a shorter answer is what isn't it about? Because it covers, it just covers everything. Are there any like fat people on segways? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that I'm movie out. sucked. <laughs> no, oh, it's man. an intense movie. It gets it gets so intense towards the end that you're like, I need to turn this off for a second, <laughs> you know, and take a break. He's so he's so fat that he can't stop eating. His food is hot, and he keeps eating it, and it burns his mouth, <laughs> but he can't stop. Like, this Paul Blart man yeah. is, is some top-notch. I, it turns out I, I watched the wrong movie this week. <laughs> Did you see the story, though, about Paul Blart? About how it almost had the perfect zero rating on Rotten Tomatoes until some Australian film critic came along and gave it, like, a half star, which yeah. totally screwed the film's zero rating. And everybody, like, now hates this film critic out of Australia. I had to, uh... Do you know how hard it is to convince people you're an Australian film critic? It's not that difficult. It is not that difficult. I swooped in, started a fake website. Yeah. By the way, like everybody from Australia, it was Paul Hogan. That was Paul Hogan. Have you been to to the movies, Ricardo? You know, the last time I went to the movie theater was with my pal, and we were seeing a film that he thought was a re-release of something released in the 70s, but it was really a new movie starring Al Pacino and, like, maybe Amy Adams, and I don't even know what it was called. It was called some dude's name. Danny Collins? Danny Collins, and that was not a good movie. So let me me tell you what we've been watching at home, because my lady and I, we've been totally crushing documentaries, so Montage of Heck, um, Citizen Four... Um, we watched the first two Paradise Losts for our first time because I never had HBO as a kid. Holy shit. So, yeah. You should see Eddie Murphy Raw. (laughs) How many... I saw that one. For the outfit alone, you gotta watch that. But, uh... How many, uh... Paradise Lost movies are there at this point? Four? 
three? Three that I know of, yeah. Okay. We've been looking for the third, but we have to find Amazon Prime. To well, you know to what it. I don't like about the third one is that's when they introduced the Ewoks. So the series <laughs> sure. really kind of fell apart there for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was the last movie I saw? Oh, I watched Draft Day on HBO. Oh, that's a great one. Really? It's, no, it it's the worst movie ever made. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. I mean, I thought it was interesting, but it's just, to me, it was interesting that it was kind of, it was very similar to Moneyball, even though it was a different sport, mm-hmm. but told so, such different movies. Like, Draft, Draft Day is just a slick Hollywood, old-school production, you know? Yeah. And Moneyball is interesting. But it's, yeah. it's because, well, Moneyball, like, they had some actual facts they had to use. Like, from yeah, real life. Like, oh, yeah, real. everything's made up in Draft Day, right? Yeah, Completely, yeah. It's like somebody who never, ever saw Draft Day wrote a movie about Draft Day. <laughs> and they were like, this is probably the rules to football. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I feel like everyone should have to have done the thing they wrote a movie about before they write it. Like, I know for a fact that this guy used to be a security guard in a mall. <laughs> Uh, every everything rings true. <laughs> I forgot to mention also I brought a bottle of water from my hotel in case the person carrying around this bag gets cotton mouth. <laughs> and this is the part of the show where I say Let the games begin, don't you know? <laughs> 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 Gentlemen, I need you to pick a name tag. We got lots of good name tags today. Lots of motherfucking name tags on Mother's Day. So pick who you want to play for. And while you do that, we'll do this. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Never know what news is the most important to read about. Do you spend too much time searching your social media accounts looking for reliable news? Head to the App Store and download NYT Now for free. It's the fastest way to get caught up with the news, with headlines and story summaries that get readers, a.k.a. you, caught up quickly. NYT Now is designed for on-the-go consumption. Don't let the news slow you down. The app features a selection of the best of the New York Times and the best from around the web. All stories are specifically curated and handpicked by a team of New York Times editors. NYT Now includes a daily morning briefing specifically designed to prepare you for the day ahead. Now you'll always be prepared for the day and know what you need to know. And get this, the folks at the New York Times just released a major update to the NYT Now app. The biggest news, the app is now completely free. No need to pay for a subscription. And there's no cap on the number of articles you can read anymore. It's completely unlimited. No cost. Free means free. Also, updates have been made to the user interface, making the app easier to use with curated stories perfect for you and sharing with friends. So head to the App Store and download NYT now. Now. (laughs) Remember, it's now completely free to download and use with no limits on the number of articles you can read. Visit nytnow.com to learn more. Back to the show. We're back. What about this minion over here? Why didn't anybody pick that giant minion? It's creeping me out big time. It really is. It's, for the listeners, it's one of those one-eyed minions where he's just got the one eye in the middle of his stupid face. I like the minions, though. You know what? Can I change? 
Yeah, you can. I need to take that minion because I don't want to look at it anymore. Is that mean? Is that too mean? All right, give it back. Give it back. Give it back. I thought it was the... Fuck you! All right. Whoa, whoa. Am I doing this right? But... But is your name Minion? Like, why? Yeah, what's your pun? He just likes the Minion, so he brought a big big one. Did you win that at a carnival? Like a ring toss or something? Which game? Oh, uh... A shooting game. You had to win a few times. You wanted that Minion bad. I think it's super cool of a guy to bring a huge eyeball to a room full of high people. Is your dick in it right now? Is it like, did you, did you cut a hole out? <laughs> anyway, thanks for trying with that stupid thing. And um, better luck next time. <laughs> Uh, somebody out in the audience was uh, nice enough to also contribute to the prize bag two tickets to the Denver Philharmonic Orchestra. Oh, yeah. You know who'd want to go there? Frazier. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he'll take you. It's a $20 <laughs> ticket, but children get in free. Ooh. Yeah. And I think what's cool about love the, the orchestra. The Philharmonic, if I'm not. If I, if I think I think I'm right, you can actually like tweet. They have tweeting areas in there. If I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but sections where you can thing. sit okay. and tweet. Yeah, sections that are like okay for social. I'd want to do something during the goddamn Philharmonic. Yeah, like you live tweet the orchestra. Boring. Like still awake. Hashtag not sleepy. <laughs> where where are the drums? When are they going to play that dang old song from Star Wars? <laughs> Hashtag sleepy now. Who are you playing for, Jeff? I'm playing for Paula. The devil wears Paula. <laughs> and she drew, she drew a winter boot on it and snow, because it's only May 10th in Denver, where uh, it was, it's snowing, and I, I felt weird that I was in the same country I had been in the day, like that morning. Like I flew in yesterday and from America. To here, and then it was snowing like I wasn't in America anymore. They get it till June here now, apparently. What's that? Snows all the way till June here, like annually now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's probably not anything behind it. There's probably like no no reason. Oh yeah, nothing to worry about. There's no hard science. You can't prove anything. Everything's fine. I mean, if you're gonna believe what a scientist tells you, then you're just a fucking sheep anyway. Yeah. Think for yourself and come to the conclusions you want there to be already. You know who has a lot to say about this topic? Elizabeth Warren. Right, right. She. uh... Who are you playing for, Julian? How I'm playing would you for know, Julian? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I read the back of it. Aubrey um, uh, Juice. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming your name is Aubrey, right? Not Edel. Aubrey um, Juice, and I just—it's uh, of all the movies I saw in the crowd, Beetlejuice is my favorite, so that's why I picked it. And also, Aubrey looks like um, she could use some excitement. <laughs> If, yeah. if you're listening at home, she's like hugging herself and kind of shy. Yeah, yeah. And taking yeah. a swipe at her is a it real is crazy. It is cold in here. No, no, no. I'm saying. 
I'm saying, yeah, I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> but I'm rooting for you, Aubrey. You're but, wearing you're wearing a Smith shirt. You yeah. look you look just as introverted and sad as she does. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I relate to her on a level I don't feel comfortable talking about, and that's why I picked her. And thanks for bringing it up in front of all these people, Jeff. Hey, you you started it. <laughs> you didn't, and, Ricardo. Looks, no one could see her. She looks fucking. The, she's she the has, happiest person here. She has the no sweetest eyes in the whole crowd. She has very sweet eyes. You know, you guys keep making this better. <laughs> She has the sweetest eyes. Oh, also, she weighs 500 pounds. No, she's very nice. She looks, to me, I was going to make a joke about how she's going to run off and solve the mystery with Scooby and the gang. (laughs) She looks just like Fred. No, she doesn't look like Fred. Not at all. She doesn't look like Freddie Prince Jr. (laughs) Who are you playing for, Ricardo? I am playing for Mike, and Mike has a series of very authentic-looking Walmart badges, plus a pre-roll of Sour Diesel uh, tacked on to this Star Wars Boba Fett-style character. Yeah, and uh, it gets even better, because uh, he put his shithead on the back. On, on Boba Fett's butt. So I'm going to hang on to that. So you don't accidentally read it. Is there a shithead on the back of yours, Julian? Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. read it out loud. Okay. Don't say it. Got it. Just want to make sure it's there. It is. I figured it would be. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, Aubrey's not going to let us down. Nuh-uh. <laughs> but <laughs> this Boba Fett is saying, Doug's no good to me, dead. I don't know why he sounded like... I don't know what voice I was doing there, but I was trying to do a Boba Fett. Do you do a Boba Fett impression, Jeff? No. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Ma- Boba Fett, Mall Fett. Hey, what are you fucking guys doing? I'm Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Star Trek or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm from space. That's why I look cool. I don't know why there's a cape and a rocket pack, but I'm Boba Fett. I just remember there was such a big build-up for Boba Fett. Like, he had his own uh, figure uh, at Burger King before the character was even introduced in the movies. And, uh, and then when he showed up, his voice just sounded like, Hey, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like he just kind of... He just has kind of a... It's He's, an interesting voice, but it's not, it's not like, you know... I thought it'd be like Darth Vader and all the guys in the helmets would sound all deep and scary. He's um, worth a lot to me. Well, nice job picking the name tags, and uh, nice job making name tags, everybody. Yeah, there's also a joint on this Boba Fett. Yeah, he said yeah. that. Oh, okay. He, he said he used the word pre-rolled. Oh, I didn't hear that because yeah, I, yeah. Uh, you don't I'm you don't hear those uh, those uh, the yeah. jinga uh, you know the words that. What I'm am I trying from, to I don't say? Know all the do- <laughs> Lingo? I don't know yeah. words. <laughs> I'm from Cincinnati. We we still just call it weed. Like we don't have any fancy terms for it. We're just like weed. And then some people are like, "This is sativa and this is indica," but they're lying. They have no idea. They just. <laughs> and you're lying too, because I the first place I ever smoked a gravity bong was in uh, Cincinnati. 
So they got some innovators there as well. Oh, that the uh, fogger. Yeah. Yeah, that's that 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 maniac invented a way to smoke pot <laughs> somehow. It involves freezing a cup, and uh, that's it. That's all I know. Fair enough. Guys, that wasn't very funny, but it was exactly how Boba Fett sounds. <laughs> First game we're going to play is called Cluster Flicks. Amy Adams! It's dedicated to her. Rest in peace, Amy. <laughs> this is between the people on the stage only. Have your mic ready there, Ricardo, because you're going to want to shout out the answer as soon as you know it. All right. Can um, you tell me how the basic rules of this before we get into cluster? Exactly what I was about to do. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Ricardo, you're If I ever are get on myself. Celebrity Jeopardy, that's the first question I'm going to ask Alex. <laughs> hey, can you talk me through what we're going to do here today? This, this is the only game show someone could be on where they could not have any idea how it's played. Like, if you sprung Jeopardy on somebody, they would be like, whoa, what the fuck? I gotta make them a question? How come that's... Wait, you have the answer and I need a question? I thought you were the game show. Yeah, Letterball game's a, a little more complicated than Jeopardy, though, I think. I think people are very confused by it. But those same people are confused by Jeopardy also. <laughs> There's just people that don't want to, don't care about trivia or games. There's just, those people exist. Let's, let's leave them be. Keep them out of our lives. I say we get them. <laughs> all right, Ricardo, I'm going to name three movies. One actor or actress is in all three of these motion pictures. Then you're all going to guess who it might be. If nobody gets it right, I'm going to start adding more titles. Until somebody gets it right. That's on this stage. <laughs> Your foot doesn't count, sir. <laughs> I was on the stage. I get to play. I don't know why I gave you that voice. I was on the stage. Are <laughs> you really locking in that Boba Fett impression? <laughs> <laughs> He's no good to me, Dad. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to go jump in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Thanks for coming by, Boba. Hey, wa watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you made him into Bubba Fett. <laughs> yeah! I think now's a good time for me to mention that I was zoning out when you were talking about what this game is. <laughs> but don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. Who was in all three of these movies? Amy Adams! <laughs> Let the girl have her fun. Or weird dude. <laughs> you should... Just get a clip of a girl yelling Amy Adams and a whole crowd booing her and send it to Amy Adams. I'm telling you, all this Amy Adams stuff that's going on in this show, when Amy Adams gets wind of it, she's going to be confused. <laughs> she is. 
Why does this guy with a movie podcast hate me so much? <laughs> yeah, Frazier's really going to come after us. <laughs> I don't even make movies anymore. Who was in Red Belt? Who is Cletus Tout and Chimpanzee? James Belushi. No. Tim Allen. Correct. Could have also been name three movies I've never heard of. Yeah. No, I think Red Belt is the movie where. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of a different movie, but I still got Tim Allen. Is Red Belt a movie where Tim Allen has to learn karate, mm-hmm. or is like, is that a movie? Yeah. Yeah. See, and then Chimpanzee. He's clearly... narr- he narrated Chimpanzee. Yeah. It's a, it's a bet, nature documentary. Right, because Tim Allen used to do this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, yeah. <laughs> And they were like, we got this thing about chimpanzees. You, you guys think that dang old Tool Tim guy would come in and do his oohs, ahs on our, on our movie? That one, that one was so hard, if Tim Allen was playing, he'd go, oh? <laughs> and then Velma would be on the case. <laughs> you just sounded like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Tim Allen was in all three of those films. And he was also in Zoom, Crazy on the Outside, The Six Wives of Henry LaFay, Big Trouble, Saggy Dog, For Richer or Poor, Juggle to Juggle, Joe Somebody. And then I threw in Toy Story 2 just to make it fun. Santa Claus 2. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Wild Hogs. And my favorite. Who can I guess? Yes. Galaxy Quest. Correct. Yes. <laughs> He was so good in that. I was like, why didn't he do any other movies? And it turns out he did 94 other movies that weren't as good as Galaxy Quest. He made three Santa Claus movies and never sequeled up uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Like, why not make another Galaxy Quest? That would be fun. Because it wasn't, uh, you know, it was one of those movies, it's a hit just because it's been around for a while and everybody likes it, but it wasn't, didn't make a ton of money. And don't they all die at the end? (laughs) I don't think so, no. I can't believe you guys are worried about what happens in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> it's really great, man. It is like, a good movie, though. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. And it's a good idea. What's his name? Enrique uh, uh, Colitano, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's really great in it. And uh, Sam Monk Rockwell? is in it. Shalhoub, Rockwell. It's really a murderous row of great character actors. Sam Rock... I mean, um, yeah, Rockwell and... Um, Alan Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah, with that yeah, stupid yeah. hair. <laughs> he's got that fucking wig on. Yeah. Keeps getting... My favorite and he's, and he's all, yippee kaye motherfucker. <laughs> I love what... When he realized when he comes... Tim Allen goes, I told you not to come to my house, man. <laughs> anyway, you must have seen it recently to get that joke. <laughs> Is that really a line from the movie? Yeah, he's all hung over and they come to his house because they're freaking out because they have to go save the universe. And he's hung over and he goes, what I say about coming to my house, man? <laughs> and it's all... I'm going to stop. <laughs> Apparently it's hard to be Tim Allen. He's really good at it. 
Well, also, you, uh, you know, as stand-up comedians, we understand how the check drop works, and that just happened while you were telling that. <laughs> so that also kind of pulled the focus a little bit. It couldn't have happened at a better time. <laughs> Let's play Last Man Stanton. A um, couple of people tweeted at me suggestions for uh, names to play today, and uh, when you do that, I can't use that name because I don't want to show up and go, okay, we're doing this name because I like to play along, you know? And it'll seem rigged if I decide what name we're going to use. So, um, is one of those people that tweeted at me in the house today? Yeah? What name did you say? Oh, you didn't? You said you have a good one and that you want to share it with us. Let's do that. This guy might be lying, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm just excited that he didn't tell it to me already. Uh, Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. All right. I swear we played him before, but I think it's worth a shot. And also, we're in no hurry. <laughs> Dude's been in a lot of fucking movies. All right. So uh, Jeff won that last game, so he gets to go first. And then I'll go second, and then Ricardo, and then Julian. We just go around naming Tom Cruise movies. As soon as you can, name one, or name the wrong one, or give Tom Cruise movie the wrong title. Then you're out. Yeah. I'm serious about this shit. I'm high and I'm serious. I'm in Denver, damn it. Ooh, I just thought of a good... Uh, I should shoot a special here and call it Things to Do in Denver When You're Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just writing it down. <laughs> shoot special called Things to Do I don't to have do to it. write it down, Ricardo. We're recording all of this. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> what a journalist. <laughs> Jeff Tate. Jack Reacher. Of course you went with Jack Reacher. Is there talk that they're going to make more of those? Yeah, there's another one already in pre-production. Nice. I'm sorry, that's an industry term like vertical. Pre-production means they're, <laughs> they're uh, thinking about making it. It's yeah. kind of like pre-rolled. Yeah. But with movies <laughs> instead of joints. Yeah, they're, pu- they're booking everybody's flights. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go with... Let's just knock out uh, and get this argument out of the way because it's still called in my book <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. Some people love calling it Live, Die, Repeat. But that's just a marketing thing. <laughs> Ricardo, any movie with Tom Cruise in it. All right. You're a journalist. All right, I'm going, I'm going big with Risky Business. Yeah! <laughs> Julian? Uh, top Gum. Just kidding. Uh, top, because you said don't get it wrong. Uh, top Gun. <laughs> JF. Days of Thunder. Mm-hmm. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> Ricardo? Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> Did you think I was just commenting on how high I am? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So what was your what was yours? Eyes wide shut. Okay. Oh, sure. 
Okay. I am going to go with Australia. <laughs> what? Is he in Australia? Oh. I never saw it, but... You're out. You're out. <laughs> Julian. Far and away. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Pretty similar, yeah. Similar things. Different countries, but both epic, sweeping sagas of a man and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty similar. <laughs> Jeff is losing his shit over there. <laughs> uh, Jerry Maguire. Uh, I'm going to keep going with uh, Tom Cruise movies that describe how high I am. Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Magnolia. <laughs> oh, it's not my turn. A doy. No, oh, yeah. it was oh, your turn? turn. Yeah, yeah. It, it was your turn. Oh, yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh. <laughs> that one was perfect. There's a guy here today that took the. Uh, Ghost Protocol poster and turn it into his name tag. Where are you? You here? And he changed it to (laughs) Mission Impossible Anthony Protocol. (laughs) 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 Can't believe he didn't get picked. It's clearly Mission and Panthony Ghost Protocol. That's better. Um, (laughs) Born on the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Uh, Legend. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff? Uh, All the right moves. Uh, Cocktail. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, I gotta say it now. No, Rain- he, no, that's off the table. Rain Man's out. Yeah, that's what I was table. gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, really can't say that one. Okay. Yeah, that lady took it. Uh, <laughs> Mission Impossible original one. <laughs> Can I, can I do? Shorter, please. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's even, it's weird. It's even Mission colon Impossible. Well, they have, uh, the Mission Possible series was a huge flop. Yeah. <laughs> where, where he'd like get those glasses and they'd be like, go get milk. And he'd be like, oh, all right. <laughs> Nobody Is it my turn? Shit. No, it's mine. I haven't done anything yet. Okay. Uh, I was stalling with that fucking golden joke about. Oh, okay. Uh, night and day. Ooh. Oh wow. <laughs> um, how about the outsiders? What do you think the other ones in that series were called, Julian? Uh, 
Mission Impossible 2. Whoa. Shorter. <laughs> Shorter. <laughs> Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, that's it was new. before the subtitles became yeah. all the rage. It was just called Mission Impossible 2. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible 3. It's not your turn. Yeah, it is. When do I go? After me. <laughs> Wait, what? After me. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, another thing you never see going down with Alex Trebek. <laughs> Wait, was it Mission Impossible 2 or MI2? Was it MI2? Settle no, down. That's the no, that's, I don't know. No. I don't know. No, no, that's, a, that's an Edge of Tomorrow situation where they yeah, changed the cover. Like T2 for, also yeah. was, mm-hmm. had a longer time. All right. All right. Yeah, say this it. guy needs to back off. What are... <laughs> so did you say one, Jeff? Yeah, Mission Impossible 3. Oh, okay. Or MI3 if, we want, if we're doing DVD releases. <laughs> I'm going to go with Taps. <laughs> uh, Vanilla Sky. <laughs> oh, suddenly somebody's back in the game in a big way. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny hearing other titles sometimes reminds you of titles. <laughs> you know what I mean, you hear one that makes you think of like the next one that came out, or, yeah. or obviously the sequel. Sometimes I just love that no matter how many of these you do, you still learn something new every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Yeah! Oh. The firm. Oh, a few good men. Yeah. Rock of Ages. Oh. Damn. Oh, fuck. I can do this. Fuck. Oh, man. I got one, I got the movie, but I can't, I can't get the title right. And it's blocking me on everything else. That's what sucks, is when you're fixated on one thing, you get fucked. I'm not asking you. It's just on me. And I'm going to say... Oh, fuck. I give up. Julian... The Last Samurai. Yes. Oh, Jeff. Oh, shit. Was that yours? No. Oh. <laughs> Anything, Jeff? Yeah, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Oh. <laughs> nice one. Uh... This is legit. I'm confused because we were talking about it. Did you officially say Jack Reacher? Yeah. Yeah, it was was his first answer. Oh, okay. All right. Um, It's the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I know you did that one. Anything? Mm, 
Maybe that lady just yells Rain Man everywhere she goes. <laughs> what if that's his last movie that we haven't said? No, it is. I it know. Is. <laughs> you guys are fucking serious. Um, Anything? I'm done. I, I'm uh, no, I give up. All right, Julian's out. Interview with a vampire. And what was the thing, what was the legal drama with the word lions in it? Lions to lambs. Lions to lambs. Lions to lambs. War, God damn of, it. war of the world. I can only think of secondhand of lions. World. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. What else? What else? No. Going clear. <laughs> minority report. Oh, minority report. Oh, minority report, yeah. I like the guy who said going clear. Yeah, yeah going yeah. clear. Yeah, there you go. That does count. <laughs> I think someone said out, outbreak. What? I heard someone outbreak? say outbreak. What are you saying? Valkyrie. Oh, Valkyrie, yeah. The color of money. Collateral, yeah. Also a money term. There's a lot of them. He made a lot of movies, that guy. Rest in peace, Tom Cruise. <laughs> somebody, somebody just yelled going clear again after we talked about how somebody yelled going clear. <laughs> Rain Man! Oh! <laughs> Oprah, that one time. Yeah. Yeah, now, now we have to say don't yell out Amy Adams or Rain Man. I'll just add a new thing every time it happens. All right, let's play the Leonard Maltin game, you guys. Uh, Jeff won that last thingy. Yeah, Jeff. Yay, Jeff. So we'll start with Jeff on this thingy, and then uh, we'll switch the order around. We'll go to Julian second, and then to uh, Ricardo... Aubrey, I want you to know I'm trying as hard as I can. No hand singles either, Aubrey. <laughs> Aubrey or Audrey? Aubrey. Bree. Aubrey. Why didn't you do a, a little shop of horrors thing? Yeah, right. Right? <laughs> me, and, me and that gay guy over there agree. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's just a guess. You get to pick between three categories. Jeff, would you like celebrating a birthday today? No one's favorite, Bono. (laughs) Hope he's recovering nicely from his recent injuries. But the films of Bono. Or... What? I thought of this. I thought of this category yesterday. I was very proud of myself. Child abusey, <laughs> and that's movies that have Jake Busey in them because he's a child abusey. All right. And at Drew Robs with a Z, I think he's submitted stuff before. Uh, suggested uh, job at the hut. 
<laughs> job at the hut, and that's movies where there's pizza deliveries. <laughs> Which one of those would you like to play, Jeff? Uh, Jake Busey. All right. Jake Busey's been in some movies. Oh, God. Would you like a Jake Busey movie from 1996, 1997, or 2004? And when I say Jake Busey movie, it's important to keep in mind he's probably never been the top-billed person in a movie. <laughs> I could be wrong. Which one of those years do you like, Jeff? 97. Okay. Three stars for Mr. Malton for this movie. It's 150 minutes long. Just saying, that's kind of long. It's two and a half hours. Uh, it's based on a novel. And he also says, he also calls this movie passionate and intelligent. And he lists, yeah, and somehow Jake Busey is in it. He's a perfectly good actor. I don't know why I'm being mean to him. Uh, <laughs> Leonard lists 12 names. How many names can you get it in, Jeff? 12. Good opening bid. <laughs> Julian McCullough. Uh, ooh, yeah. 10. This is 10 names, Ricardo. I'll go nine. Jeff. Eight. Julian. I'll go down to six. <laughs> Ricky! I'm gonna let Julian go down to six. All right, you get six Whoa. names, Julian. <laughs> Reading from the bottom of the list up, six names are, and I'll give you the clues again if you need them after you hear the six names Jake Busey. <laughs> Jeffrey Blake, Angela Bassett, David Morse, and William Fickner. Good old Fickner. There's an actor I'd like to get on this show sometime. Willie Ficht. He's been in tons of movies. Uh, what, what's the worst that could happen? Now, this one is uh, passionate and intelligent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Based on a novel. Uh-huh. 150 minutes. Three stars from Leonard, 1997. Jake Busey is the 12th billed person. Strange days? In the film. That is incorrect, but I appreciate it wasn't a terrible answer. Jeff? Is it contact? It's contact. Wow. Wow. Ricardo is on the board with one point. Julie, I love you, that you can score by doing nothing. Yeah, it's great. No, that's. Right. Uh, it's, it's, I like to. I like games where anybody can win. <laughs> it's very exciting. Like you know, just going into the game, everybody thought Jeff was probably going to win this thing because you guys haven't played before, and you know you're playing for people in the audience, so I want them to feel like they have a chance. I'm desperately trying to make Aubrey feel like she has a chance. <laughs> well, you get to pick the next category, Julian. Okay. And. Uh, then we will go to Ricardo and then to Jeff. Okay. Why, does, why does he get a pick? Because, is, are you really asking me this? I was left out of that skirmish. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you do get to go first. 
Whose podcast is this? <laughs> yeah, seriously, let's go back to talking about Cheers. <laughs> uh, no, Jeff gets to go okay. first again and pick a category between. But then it will go to Ricardo this time because we do change the order each round. And Jeff gets to choose between Valentine's Dre. That's a romantic movie that's got a hip-hop artist in it. (laughs) I mean, most movies have hip-hop artists in them these days, so uh, that doesn't narrow it down too much. Want to do some nines? Is uh, (laughs) movies exclusively from 1999? (laughs) Or I think we're going to need a bigger coat. Films where someone is frozen. <laughs> Jeff? Uh, 1999. Okay. Interesting. Okay. The year is 1999. <laughs> Leonard gives this movie three stars. Uh, he says about this film that. Uh, he says it was followed by a sequel. And he also says that, it, that this movie, not a lot of heart. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of heart. It was followed by a sequel. And he lists uh, 14 names. How many names can you get in Jeff Tate? 12. Ricardo? 11? Yeah, sure. Julian? <laughs> 10. Nine. Mm. Eight. I'll challenge him on eight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You get eight names, and if you name the movie correctly after I say these eight names, you are our winner. Yeah. What's the name of the Boba Fett guy, Mike? Mike. Mike, all right. Mike's going to win. How you doing, Mike? How, uh, yeah. Mike is in the crapper? <laughs> Real quick, switch to the minion. <laughs> How sad would that be if he comes back from the bathroom and Boba Fett's in his seat? The show's over, been, everyone's gone. He's been retired. <laughs> yeah, why is, it ta- is it, why is it taking so long? Your eight names are Sophia Coppola, Brian Blessed, Ahmed Best, Ray Park, Hugh Quarshi, I want to say, <laughs> Ian McDiarmid, Terrence Stamp, and Pernilla August. What? What's, what's the name of this movie from 1999? Hmm. All right. Can you think of any movies that were from 1999? That was the year I graduated college, and this is a totally precarious guess, but I'll go with um, only because the first name you read, Mm -hmm. um, Lost in Translation? Did she do a, I don't know. (laughs) Did she do a cameo in that? Did she do a cameo? No, I don't even know what she fucking did in this, but it's uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, what? Boba Fett. 1999. Sorry, Three what? stars from Leonard, Mr. Yeah. Generous. Lacks heart my ass. But I'm at best is Jar Jar, so that should, that's a giveaway name. And uh, Ray Park was uh, Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. All right, Julian's on the board. We got an interesting game. All right. (laughs) Darfur. (laughs) Jeff gets to pick the category again. (laughs) It's Jeff's game. We just live in it. But but then we're coming to you next, Julian, after that. So be ready. And Jeff gets to choose between Red Light Challenge. That's movies where there's a chase scene involving a cab, which... (laughs) Tends to be a lot of chase scenes because somebody jumps in one and goes follow, or you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> follow that bird. Yeah. Right, I saw that. Cherub is the name of a category. Strangely, nobody ever picks it. Uh, and that's movies that have a lap dance in them. Cherub. <laughs> and your third option, and this is all random is a category we've been doing lately called The Other Jeff Tate. And it's movies that have Queensryche on the soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck. Like when you're watching a movie and a Queensryche song comes on, do you perk up a little bit? Like... Yeah, I leave. A guy with my... (laughs) I go, I am in the wrong movie, sir. <laughs> it appears that I've made a terrible mistake. Uh, I will take a chair rub. Okay. Uh, this one is from 1999. Strangely enough. Two stars from Leonard. He says that this movie is well cast. Uh, and he also says... Um, it's a peon to a what the hell lifestyle. A peon. Have you ever written the word peon in an article, Ricardo? I've never used that word in an article, no. Yeah. What, what about just in conversation? Yeah, it's just, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just a weird word. Peon. Uh, and he lists seven, ten, twelve names. How many names you can get it in, Jeff? What was, what was after peon? It's a pay-on for something? To the what-the-hell lifestyle. What-the-hell lifestyle. Okay, I'll take all the names. What was it, 12? I already forgot. That's why I said all. <laughs> he says 12, Julian. Uh, Out of 12. I feel kind of good about this one. I'm going go to go down to nine. Wow. Nine names. He says he's feeling good about it. Interesting. Uh, something you don't know about me is I live a what-the-hell lifestyle. People who live the what-the-hell lifestyle do not know what pay-on means. <laughs> that is true. There's a, good, there's a good... None of us know for sure what it means. It could very well mean this is the exact opposite of a what-the-hell lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, I've never seen that movie. It's boring. <laughs> They live more of a what-the-heck lifestyle. Julian says eight names, Ricardo. Didn't I say nine? Nine, nine. names, he says. <laughs> I, I, got, I got bored, so I took one off. <laughs> Just to mix it up a little. 
He says nine out of 12. I'm going to let him. You're going to oh. say name that movie, Julian? Bad. Name that movie, Julian. Bad move, Ricardo. Fuck. <laughs> okay, here's your nine names. James Duvall, Scott Wolf, Timothy Oliphant, Shit. Jay Moore, Brecken Meyer, Jane Krakowski, J.E. Freeman, William Fickner. <laughs> really? And Tay Diggs. Oh! Diggs! Welcome to Diggs Town! Any idea, Julian? Uh, Half of the people in this room know the answer. I know. Damn it. Um, I know what pay on means now. <laughs> uh, I'm embarrass myself. The program? <laughs> sure, that's a movie. Yeah. That's the name of a movie. Um, picture Scott Wolf and Jay Moore as a couple. Does that help? Yep. <laughs> no. Picture Timothy Elephant in the first time you ever saw him, uh, shirtless and hassling Katie Holmes. That's a very specific first time. The you movie's ever saw called him. Go. Yeah. Go. Oh, Go. God damn it. And Ricardo is our winner. Good job, Ricardo. Uh, so, Mike, come and get your prizes, man. <laughs> lot to carry along with your Boba Fett. He's not still in the bathroom, is he? I made it back Okay. I understand now why you were gone for so long, because from your appearance, turn around to everybody, you went to the bathroom in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a big beard, that's all. Yeah. Uh, and give him his Boba Fett back. Don't step on it. Make don't, sure you, don't make crush sure you him. keep that joint, man. Oh, yeah, we get the pre roll. Thanks, Mike. Congratulations, dude. Yeah, just throw Boba Fett in the bag with all that other shit. All right, Mike. That's how much he loves his Boba Fett. Just threw it in there with everything. Um, oh, and this looks like it's a sour diesel pre-roll. So, very, very excited about that. And all the other things we're going to smoke outside in a few minutes. Do you have anything to plug there, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Do you, wanna, do you need a second? Yeah, I was trying to get the shithead off my name tag. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so, I'll do my plugs first. Okay. And then I will read the shithead. Okay, do it. Jesus. Uh, May... May 14th, I'm at the Comet in uh, Cincinnati. May 21st, Woodlands Tavern in Columbus, Ohio. And July 9 through 12, I'm at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Awesome. Uh, great clubs, great times. Those are my plugs. Go see them. And my podcast. Uh, afternoon, everybody. Check it out. It's great. I just made one with my dad where I made him eat peanut butter for the first time in 70 years. <laughs> yeah. Such a strange peanut butter shortage in his town. Julian, what do you got coming up? Uh, next weekend from the 14th to the 16th, I'll be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And then from the 27th to the 31st, I'll be at Helium in Philadelphia. And uh, that's, that's... It's a gas! 
And, uh, yeah, that's, that's good enough for me right now, I think. Okay. Mike, also, you get these glasses, too, and a bag to carry them in. Yeah, bring the old bag with you. <laughs> Weird, weirdest Halloween ever. <laughs> Kid comes back with all of that stuff. <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, I got a Jack Reacher novel. <laughs> he has Elizabeth Warren's autobiography. <laughs> yeah, read that Reacher book, though, man. It's right. Yeah. He's the only guy that looks like he walked in with that bag. <laughs> hey, be nice to Mike. Be I'm nice sorry. He's the, the, okay. my guy. All right, sorry. <laughs> they pass me your name tag there, Julian. Oh, sure. And great job, first-time guest on the show. Oh, thank you. Come, come do it again. And Ricardo Baca, everybody. <laughs> Tell them all the things they need to know to find your work. Definitely check us out. Let us know what you think about it. Thecannabis.co. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a site like nothing else because it's a journalistic approach to weed coverage, and I think it's something that we need. Also, Rolling Papers, the documentary, comes out this fall in theaters, so check it out. Thank you, Ricardo. Thanks, Jeff and Julian. Thank you guys for coming out on Mother's Day. All the moms in the crowd. And as always, <laughs> cats but not dogs are a shithead. <laughs> and snow in May is a shithead. <laughs> Hey, again, we'd like to thank NYT Now for their support of our show. Stop searching your social media accounts for hours looking for reliable news on the hot issues of the day. Go to the App Store and download NYT Now for free. Now, with their daily morning briefing, start your day knowing what you need to know. With NYT Now, never miss out on the best news from the New York Times and other sources from around the web, and easily share with friends your favorite articles so that everyone can be in the know. Head to the App Store and download NYT Now. Remember, it's now completely free to download and use with no limits on the number of articles you can read. Visit nytnow.com to learn more. Bye-bye. Another talkie Eyes of gold His viewing prowess Makes him cocky There's no room In his heart